What's happening, Dirty Sheets fans? We are back for the show that you have been waiting for. We are doing this on YouTube. We are doing this on podcast form. We are going to be everywhere with this. I'm Cav Manning. I'm from the Lingus Mafia podcast. Everything you need to know about me, just go to at Lingus Mafia on Twitter, patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia. Getting on to it, I am along with the guy that everybody wants to hear from this week because by the title of the show, everybody knows what's going on right off of the bat. It is CM Punk suing Billy Body. Um, Billy, <laughs> may I just say the floor is yours? Should I just sit down and uh, listen to some story time with uh, Billy Body? <laughs> Or or what? I will chime in, and we will walk along the way of what had happened. But um, some shit went down this week. Do you want to uh, talk about it now? I'll talk about it. Yeah, just um, tell me when I'm telling lies. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to start it with a Cody Rhodes saying, "What do you want to talk about today?" Um, yeah, and we're not going to talk about what really we would have been talking about this week, right? Yeah, I mean, for me. The main thing that happened this week, the most relevant thing, the best storyline, the bloodline, saw Jay Uso leaving the group, turning on Roman Reigns. And that, despite the fact that one CM Punk did return on Saturday, I felt like that was the main thing that happened. But that's not to knock the return. The return was great. The reception was great. The promo was great. But we're not even talking about that. We're talking about the fact that I recently received a letter letting me know that CM Punk, Phil Brooks, intended to sue me. So he's suing me on the grounds of um, mainly a tweet and then some responses to said tweet and a satirical meme that I posted. But it insinuates that I created the meme and was selling the T-shirts that are being sold on the internet. There are actually T-shirts being sold for this. Um, I did not create a meme. I did not sell the t-shirts. Mm -hmm. I did none of that. So in my opinion, after you've also read the letter, would you say that that pretty much negates 99% of the lawsuit? Yeah, I, I don't get like, it's almost like they were told something wrong because of them saying, um, you, you put this out there with, with the shirt that had punk's image on it. And it was, it was putting it to you as in you had this shirt made. You made people think it was from AEW because it says shop at AEW on the top corner of it. And then you get morons, of course, when you tweet that actually say, wait a minute, is this a real shirt that's uh, for sale by AEW? Because it, I mean, right. it's clearly, you know, humor. Um, and I think the main part of this almost lawsuit or will be lawsuit or whatever happens um is that it says pedophile and the words Phil were the ones that were highlighted for it. And so that's what they're mostly pissed off about. Um, so where did this whole, whole thing start? After you tweet it in, in a humorous way, uh, what goes on? Well, let's track back a little bit okay. and give a little bit of background because we might have brand new people here and, you know how some podcasts can be overly negative about everything that goes on in wrestling. I hate this. I hate that. Give me the attitude error. Give me the attitude error. This happened in the attitude error. We ain't that show. 
like we we are heavily critical of some things because some things are just downright boring some mm-hmm. things are not as good as they used to be some things can be a lot better and generally we can go back and forth and a lot of times produce an idea where we say they should have done it this way or they should have done it that way we are not writers we don't work in a creative team we are fans me 33 years cav 63 years so i look great for my we, age ladies and gentlemen right and uh <laughs> We, and all joking aside, we we shouldn't really be able to pick as many holes as we do on this show. But the fact is, we're not that podcast where we where we universally criticize everything. But also, as I take a sip of uh, my prime, who are not sponsoring the show. <laughs> also, we are not the people who praise everything as well, because I do feel that's impossible. There's a lot of over well, it, it is, but you hear podcasts doing it. There's a lot of overpraising going on. We like this, we like that. We can't wait for these Japanese wrestlers to wrestle oh. for AW. Yeah, we're not, we're not that show because um, there is a lot of shows that I believe, because of that, have lowered the standards of wrestling. They cater towards the core audience. The product over caters towards the core audience now, as well as a result of that. And um, we're losing, or we've primarily lost the casual audience, and it doesn't seem to be a huge effort to bring it back. Obviously, every company will tell you that they want that casual audience, but when you're looking at this uh, this debut show, uh, and 800,000 is considered a good number, um, Dynamite still trying to draw a million, SmackDown are now celebrating every time they get, they get past two and a half, Raw is trying to hit the two million mark. These are not the numbers we grew up with. Uh, so it tells you that the, the casual audience has has gone away and there doesn't seem to be any way to get back to them. But one man who I believe has always found a way to, to hit a note with all audiences has been CM Punk. CM Punk has been someone who we have supported in this show throughout the time that, that he has wrestled. Now, this show hasn't actually existed yeah. while, while CM Punk has been off. Uh, this uh, this show, well, while I was on this, this show spawned from the Steel Cage. And in the Steel Cage, we had a couple of years to talk about CM Punk. Cab was doing his own podcast. He had time to talk about CM Punk. This podcast has mainly been about wanting CM Punk back. But my my backstory is, is that I've always been a supporter of him. I have a son who's a big fan of his. He's been a supporter of Punk since he was two years old. And if you think that sounds ridiculous... Um, have a listen to this footage if you're listening on a podcast. Have a watch of this footage if you're watching on YouTube. Austin, give me CM Punk. Let go of him now. You've got two CM Punks. Let go. Come on. Do you want John Cena? Or do you want Punk? There you go. Give me punk. What do you want? Who do you want? Who do you want? So clearly, you see that uh, your son is singing Punk's theme song at two. 
and uh, playing with the toys. And then you had, where was that, a Toys R Us or something you were at with? And and he's like, he won't give the toy back to you when he has multiple at home and crying that you know, his punk is his guy. Punk's his guy. Multiple punks, yeah. That that whole conversation was trying to just get him literally to pick someone else. Um, but he's got punk in, punk in the green trunks, punk in the blue trunks, punk in the black trunks. Um, so yeah, just punk, punk, punk. That, yeah. that, that was, that, that was his guy. And obviously sometimes or often, especially at that age, uh, kids will sort of copy the, the parent or follow along with what the parent, uh, thinks is popular. And for me, CM Punk was the guy and actually even a heel at this time when Austin was two, Punk would have been in the midst of that excellent hero run. But as I said, loved everything he did, uh, from, um, straight edge society, Nexus, um, Pipe bomb, heel turn. We was with Paul Heyman during the heel turn. Uh, took a break, came back as a babyface. All of that, loved everything. Wanted him to come back. Supported him in the UFC. The UFC, the UFC run. I think everybody would agree was an embarrassing thing for CM Punk uh, to the point where a lot of people didn't want to see him come back and wrestle again. I was not in that camp. I felt that it was a crazy thing to do, knowing about the sport. He didn't start in some regional MMA promotion. He didn't take the Jake Hager, Bobby Lashley, Batista route. He didn't even fight in Bellator. He went to the UFC. It's the ultimate champ fighting championship for a reason because it's the ultimate. It's the pinnacle. And he went straight in there, obviously lost a couple of fights. But still, for me, it wasn't a factor. Whenever wrestling got boring, whenever there was those moments where fans didn't want to see anything, they charted along CM Punk, and I've been to many arenas during that that hiatus where I charted along for for CM Punk. So, I think we've established clearly that I'm a fan. I've got a son who's a fan. I've got a son who hangs up, who has a uh, 434 day signed picture of Punk and Paul Heyman in his room, uh, which we may have to take down because it's kind of weird to have stuff up when someone's trying to sue you. I'll ask you how much you're going to sell that for. So maybe I'll never... <laughs> I'll sell it for to cover these legal costs if there are any. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So, I mean, what we're just trying to establish here is the background of the show is that we, we both are supporters to the point where I don't think that we are overly biased. We've been biased towards anybody. We like to call it down the middle. We like to say when, even when some guys that we like, whether they've had a bad match, bad promo, anything like that doesn't seem to be happening for Roman Reigns because Roman Reigns is having the greatest run in history right now. So how can you pull it apart, criticize it or say anything about it? So there are rare occasions where we don't punk has done things where in, in, over the last couple of years where we could have criticized where we, I think we did vaguely criticize the booking, although that mainly falls on AW. I would say, I think, yeah. punk has, I think Sam punk has wrestled too much. I think he's been in there with people he doesn't need to be in there with. I know he wants to do the whole give back thing, but mm -hmm. uh, I believe that. I appreciate the, the sentiment when it's the give back thing, but there's certain ones like we said that one, he was, he was in there with a guy that wasn't, um, you know, a higher echelon and he gave the guy a lot in the match. And it was like, boy, if it's, if he's making it like it's impossible for him to beat this guy until the last minute, what, you know, what is this? But that was in the very beginning of him coming back and, you know, getting feet under him and stuff. And you shouldn't be in a position where Bobby Fish kicks out on your finisher on on two point nine nine, which which we which we saw. Um, so I believe that that wasn't done correctly, um, and also with a couple of political gestures that he made, 
things I don't agree with, I, I completely ignored. You never heard them discussed on the show. You never heard anything or saw anything <clears throat> tweeted about the, the T-shirt. And let's be wore. fair because I'm on that other side of you where I'm fine with it. So we're very different, me and you, when it comes to certain political things and all that kind of stuff. And we'll, we could talk about that later. So this isn't a one-sided show where it's going to be like Billy's opinion on this. I will give mine as well to give, if you want to call it devil's advocate, but go ahead. Yeah. So we fast forward to his uh, return now uh, after having this uh, injury. And again, uh, we've ignored the stuff with Colt Cabana. We ignored what he said about him. I know these two have been best friends for a long time. Uh, I think it's a shame to see that situation. Never talked about it. We blindly, and I mean blindly took his side on the elite thing with the, with the, with the argument with the elite to the point where we we've even said quite clearly on the show, fire them. CM Punk to us is such a big star that I don't see, I literally don't see the value in the bucks and Kenny Omega. If there's any disruption there and it's done to appease them. And it means that CM Punk has to only be on one show then I don't see the point of it. I think that I, and I, can, and look, I don't even think are, it's blindly supporting. I think we're a hundred percent on the right side of it saying that he's not the fucking problem. And that punk and well, I mean that the elite and all that Adam page stuff is children on that other side from any reports we hear, obviously we're not there. You can't be a billion percent sure, but from every fucking report, it's that he has reached out to them and he's gotten a lawyer letter back, so he kind of knows how it is. He's gotten a lawyer letter back that says, don't contact my clients or whatever, where it's like he's trying to solve things and talk like a fucking human being, and and he's getting the I'm not talking to you. That's fucking child shit. Go ahead. But who said that? Him. Yeah, so that's why I'm saying you don't know a billion percent, but that's I can't imagine he's going to put out something that is completely a fucking lie where they would go, the fuck are you talking about? Because he can go, here's the fucking letter. So it's very easily provable. But if you cause, if you if you're the main cause of the problem, then obviously they may reach a point where they don't want to speak to you. We don't know what's been going on. And the thing is, is that there's a consistent thing that's happening with with CM Punk. You don't want to be, you know, th th there's a philosophy where you don't want to surround yourself by somebody who's continuously causing problems. Oh, you mean like me on your show? <laughs> but but, but it's it, but when you know, that's that's the thing. When someone continuously is the root of a problem mm -hmm. and claims to be the victim, then that then suddenly you turn around and think, hold on a second. It's the whole boy who cried wolf thing. Yeah. He's the victim. He's the victim of Vince McMahon. He was the victim of Triple H. He was the victim of this situation now. He's the victim of Colt Cabana, Chris Colton, so, or whatever his name is. So it gets to the point where you're like- This is probably why you liked him so much. Fucking twins. <laughs> I, I don't ever claim to be the victim of anything, apart from this lawsuit. So, <laughs> okay, go ahead. So we'll, we'll, we'll revisit the tweet, and then we'll look at the lawsuit. Okay. Um, the lawsuit, my, the tweet basically says- and it has uh, Punk holding up the sign that says support LGBTQ plus youth. Okay. Now, I'm not uh, delving into one-off, one-shot territory here with this tweet. It is consistent with my tweets. It is consistent with any podcast that mm -hmm. you've heard me on. I've been called a transphobe and a homophobe yeah. and 
it's crazy how they put these two things together, which we'll talk about in a second uh, as well. Like there's a lot to unpack here, but let's do the tweet first. Punk's holding up the sign. Nothing will make me turn on you quicker than this. My listeners know I've been a fan of Punk and supported everything he's done, but this shit will turn fandom to hatred instantly. No, I do not support a psychotic pedophilic narrative where kids who can't make basic decisions about their life are encouraged to make dangerous life-altering decisions. Overall, I've never had an issue with the LGBs, but one in four of the T's commit suicide for a reason. It's a mental disorder. And CM Punk, who isn't man enough to even be a dad, thinks he can use his platform to push this nonsense. I absolutely hate the elite. I don't hate them, but I said it here. Yeah, absolutely yeah. hate the elite, but it's impossible to support Punk after this. They are all just pathetic. AW is pathetic. Their boss is pathetic. Their fans are pathetic. And fuck the wrestling community losers who cheered like sheep when he was talking about this because he actually uh, cut a promo and all of the people in this audience, for the most part, cheered it. Well, it sounded like the vast majority cheered it. Now, do you think that the one in four commit suicide because they're not supported? No, because they 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 they, they have the support. I think now, and um, I think by supporting people, you're you're telling them that you you you're basically in a situation where we need to play stupid here. We what is to, support we, to you? What does that mean? Like in that sign? Because let's. Let's say somebody wrote this in the crowd. It wasn't him that brought out a sign. He grabbed it from somebody and said, so on my, in my mind, in my thoughts, when he raises this sign, it is not a, let me examine every part of the alphabet kids, you know, all that stuff on there. I, in my head, it is a nicety gesture saying, support the youth as in, don't bully the kids that are in school that have you know, sexual gender issues. And I don't, I don't go right away to the side of, oh, this is, it's somebody saying if a kid thinks they're a different sex, they should chop their dicks off at seven years old. I, that doesn't come to my head immediately that that is the thought of somebody that says support that group. I think support in my head means be kind and uh, generous and just be human to um, any groups. That's that's where I came from with it. What do you say? I'm all for that. And I'll talk more about the group in a second and what my issue is before we, uh, but first we need to sort of go through the lawsuit. But okay. yeah, I thought that too. And that's why I was not instant with the, with the, with the tweet or anything like that. Um, the tweet on that, um, on that subject, the one that we just read, comes a little bit later on in the day when uh, the T-shirt had already been online for a while mm -hmm. uh, as well at that point, the T-shirt that I'm accused of making and selling, which I, which I did Which not. is an easy I way to find out that you didn't. I mean, they'd be able to go into whatever store that's being sold, like in internet, and work backwards to see who is the one who has made this store and where that is going to. That's clearly, it's like thrown out immediately, I would think. I think it's irrelevant too because um, the, the profits from the uh, from his image was made by someone else. That's a huge accusation in the in the um, in the in the, pa in the in the paperwork. But ultimately, going back to what you said, um, I was 
hoping that when he said support, it was a case of, oh, you know, we need to support them. I think you should support them too. I think that they're very confused. I think that they're obviously dealing with some other issues. I think if you feel uncomfortable to that point where, where you're confused to that point where your basics are, I mean, look, the fundamental basics of being born are you are the color that you are. You are born where you are. You are the age that you are. You are the sex that you are. You can't do anything about this. And I'm going to tell you a personal story, which uh, wasn't on the agenda, but I'm going to tell you just to be as straightforward and as candid as possible, which I won't usually be with my listeners. I've tried to kind of take the, the sort of cool, cooler approach. But when I grew up, um, we grew up in a, we're in England. So back then, before mass immigration, um, there was not as many um, Asian brown black people around mm-hmm. so up until 19 i didn't do so well with with, with the girls and the, and a lot of the white kids did growing up mm-hmm. and for up to uh, and up to about 17 18 till i got a bit more comfortable in college i 100 percent would wanted to be white the white guys they had all these stories advantage they, yeah they were, they were kissing girls they had girlfriends they were talking about I me mean, they were mm. even talking about like you know getting further than that um you know getting past different stages and I, and I wasn't doing anything and i blamed skin color on everything but the fact is is that i needed to get past that i needed to go to college i needed to start modeling i needed to get famous and be on tv and bang as many white girls as i wanted to after that but teach but the them a lesson is, is, <laughs> but the fact is is that had i like done something drastic and bleached myself or or decided that i was going to identify as a white person and start to lie to people. Like a hero of yours, by the way. Oh, you're talking about Michael Jackson? Yes. <laughs> why, why do we have to get Michael Jackson into everything? It, it goes along so many fucking roads. Go ahead. <laughs> the point is, is that I too was somebody that was uh, uncomfortable. And Punk cut this promo where he talked about him being uncomfortable as a kid. But the fact is, is that this doesn't, this correlation to trans kids is ridiculous saying that I felt uncomfortable because I was a punk grungy teenager and me feeling uncomfortable because white kids were doing better than me with girls. And I, and I, and I felt like I was in the minority because I was, and felt like that could be a reason. Perhaps these girls were worried about, um, being mocked for it or maybe their upbringing told them that, Hey, you go, you get with white boys or whatever. I don't know. But like the fact is, is that I didn't make any drastic changes. And as I said, everything worked out fine. I'm now the parent of a white baby as well, a white kid. So half, you know, half, yeah, half. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was going to say, wh- whose is it then? <laughs> so it looks, Oh Jesus. He looks, he looks very white, but, uh, but yeah, the, the point is, is that nothing drastic was done. And it worked out for the better. And it certainly wasn't to the point where we're talking about cutting off body parts and whatnot. But if we move on to actually looking at the um, at the suit, and we're not going to read the entire thing because there's absolutely no need. But straight off the bat, at the top of this, it says, your unlawful conduct. Now, I had this seen to by two solicitors mm-hmm. who said that the basic thing that any type of letter that like this should address is the actual law that you broke it should be stated either by what it is or section blah blah of of this of this law there is no law this is not a crime either 
So this this isn't a law that's broken. There is no unlawful conduct, and there wasn't anything that's that's listed here. Anyway, immediately it goes into accusing me of uh, unlawful publication, uh, dissemination to the public, deliberately false and defamatory, malicious and vile statements. Now this is important because they want to pretend in this piece of um, in this piece of paperwork that I deliberately made these comments to hurt CM Punk. Now, if I deliberately said these comments, that means that I deliberately wanted to damage the reputation of CM Punk. And as we move forward with this, they they ask for an apology at the end of the letter where they want me to retract the comments and even admit that I deliberately um, tried to um, insult and... Defame. Defame CM Punk, right. Uh, This is not the case. Because as we just established, I feel this way. Everything I said in the tweet is genuinely what I think. It is my opinion. Even to the point where you make the comment where I say, um, he's not man enough to be a dad. These are my beliefs. I genuinely believe that if you have the money and you have the capability to, to have a child, you should have a child. That is what we are here to do. We are here to recreate we are here to continue on our procreate procreate yeah and appropriate what's the difference recreate i don't know it sounds like you're cloning somebody (laughs) go ahead i'll i'll look up the differences between between (laughs) procreating and recreating okay recreating you're redoing something okay go ahead are you done i am man go ahead (laughs) i just couldn't help myself (laughs) no We'll ask, we'll ask Nick later on, but um, <laughs> we're here to reproduce. We're here to, we're here to make smaller versions. We're here to make smaller versions of ourselves. And I believe that through that I shouldn't be making my dad's mistakes. I mean, I probably made worse. Um, <laughs> and, and, and we want it. We don't want our kids to make our mistakes. And I'll give you an example. Um, I got, um, I got a level of fame through going on to reality television which restricted me actually from doing more serious things. Now I have a child who is training to, to be an actor because he also has that in him. He has this, um, this natural thing in him where he wants to be seen and heard. And I believe that he should be in front of the camera, but we will never have him go through the reality route. That was a mistake. Uh, my, my parents knew that I was that type of show off growing up. But they did not take any action, really, in terms of um, in terms of moving me in that direction. My dad wanted a sportsman. He continued in with the sports, continued to invest in that tennis lessons, play football, like you know. And I, and I was decent at everything, but I was never when I when I look around, and especially now as a parent, and I see the other kids, I know when to say to Austin, "Hey, like, you know, let's do this as a hobby. Let's do this as a hobby." And I, and I want to focus on the on the acting because he loves that. Mm. And I think that that mistake won't be made where you won't be seeing my son going through some talentless reality TV route that I went through. Um, yeah, he does the modeling, same as me, but we won't be going through like the talentless route. He's he, we're, we're putting a lot of money behind him actually doing the acting route. And that is, I feel, an improvement upon myself. That's him not repeating my mistakes. Sure, he'll go out there and make his own mistakes and, and whatnot, but hopefully, you know, he won't do this. He, he won't go down the reality TV route. He won't do the drugs I've done. 
he won't sleep with the women that, that, that I've slept with and, and things well, not that the same ones up. at least not yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so so you want you want that you want the best and you want them to do you want them to do better but ultimately I think that everybody should do that I'm critical of anybody that is capable of doing it. I'm critical of you I've told you so yep. many times Cav said it here where's where's your kid why the hell don't you have a kid why are you not taking your kid down to watch the bears probably because they're trash and they <laughs> i go i went take- i don't want to raise my kid to be a bears and mets fan he's fucking suffering <laughs> take him to see the, take him to see the niners why you don't take why did you have a kid that you're taking down to uh to see san francisco 49ers well then my kid would be a gay kid but um either way but yeah and i've always replied i go oh because i'm smart and didn't have any kids um for one, that is always the the plan growing up. I don't know many people growing up that don't have the you'll get married by this age, you're going to have kids and this and all that picket fence stuff. And sometimes life does not go that way for everybody. I was busy whoring, much like you, Billy, and and you got uh you got locked down pretty early and then realized what a fucking mistake you made. <laughs> and uh and you had a kid and you you pretty much had a kid to just spawn. So it wasn't like, oh, I'm in love. I want to have a, a child with you. I don't think you went that route with uh, your ex-wife because you just went and got married. What is it, in Vegas? You just said, F it, let's go get married. Yeah, that's and, Yeah, so, I mean, I recently got married. It's been a year. I'm 47 years old. So you think of it now, and I realize how tired I am at this age, and I go, that's a young man's game. That's a young man's game. That's a 27-year-old's game. That's probably a 32-year-old's game to have a kid running around. And and I, why would I ever think about that at this age? No, thank you. I travel when I want to. I go to my horrible Bears games when I want to. Um, I take a nap when I want to. There's nobody screaming and yelling. I, I get up for work early. I go, guess what? I'm tired today. I'm going to bed at 9 o'clock. I go to bed. There's, I don't have to do anything. I'm very selfish with this. Very selfish. I do what I want. I play my video games when I want to. I play golf when I want to. But there's only, but there's there's only one of you, right? Or is there obviously? I have a brother and sister. Both. Well, my sister had a boy, but it's not then the Cavalier last name. K five, the last names, right? Um, yeah. And my brother had a daughter. That Cavalier name is dead. After uh, this is done, so I would assume so. Although my uh, my nephew from my my sister, he wishes he had uh, the Cavalier last name. His unfortunately is Palumbo, like uh, Chuck Palumbo, and his fiance is like, I don't want that last name. It's horrible. So, well, see, it's not it's not all about obviously just name. There's more to it than name. But I just feel yeah, I mean, like- the bloodline continues on, like you know, Roman Reigns here with you know, on my sister and brothers. Uh, side with uh from it's and, and that's on my father's side that's not on my mother's but um yeah it's and then the thing is i didn't have the parents growing up that were like oh you have to give me a grandchild you have to give me a grandchild i think that would have been more on my father's side with the italian my mother doesn't give a shit my mother could care less about kids she she'd rather not be around kids um and like everyone so when, says so when, you're, when you're 65 and you're 65 you don't want a 25 year old son driving you to the game someone to talk about a game with somebody who or so or, or even like now like you, you don't think about having to mold this young person and i and- i think about that about like sports with stuff and like oh i would have taught them sports this and that but 
the ship has sailed and I don't have like the regrets of it because it's not like I was in that area to be having kids. And when it comes to the punk stuff, he was in the middle of a career and doing all that. And that's very unfair to if you're traveling around and this and that, because how many of the wrestlers kids do you hear? I mean, just look at Dominic. He's upset at his father, right? Um, you know, they're, they're yelling because dad wasn't there and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's more responsible to say, well, if I couldn't give my attention, full attention to a kid, I don't know how old AJ is now. And I don't know if she ever wanted kids or if she wants them now, or it tells him flat out, I don't want kids. Look at my abs. Do I want to ruin these? So I don't know, you know, it's everybody has a different situation. Maybe he hates children uh, for himself. Like Macho Man, you know, we've talked about this before. He was with all the Special Olympic kids left and right and this and that. Doesn't mean he wants one himself. It's like, oh, kids are good to visit and see. But guess what? I can hand them back and go away and have a life. I know most people get worried about when they're old. Who's going to take care of me? Who's gonna... And I say, you can't live like this. I can't live with, oh, I got to make sure to do this. You live for yourself. That's how I go. I live for myself. Yeah, that's selfish. You shouldn't Thank live you. like that. Exactly. Um, you see all the so, stuff I have at my house? <laughs> you know how much more stuff you'd have? What do you mean? If you weren't uh, supplying for a kid. My God, the things you'd be doing. <laughs> yeah, but but ultimately, like, um, I for the most part, well, up until a certain point, I it, it bought me nothing but enjoyment. It's been a little, lot tougher, obviously, the last few years. But again, again, that's something that we'll talk about mm -hmm. as we move forward with the show and, and sure. why that sign shouldn't have ever been picked up. We're going to breeze through this letter. It's a it's a mm -hmm. lot of um, calling me names. Um, that is we'll, what we'll, odd. That is very odd that a lawyer letter called you names. Yeah, it did, right? Yeah. So it says, to summarize, all of this, I mean, I've, I've missed a lot here. To summarize, all of the statements and images discussed above are false and defamatory of and concerning Mr. Brooks and expose you to very serious liability. How? What did he lose? And what did he lose from this? Mm -hmm. and not, not that I did any of it, apart from the tweet, but what did he lose? Further, your publication or dissemination of unauthorized, despicable image of the fabricated T-shirt discussed above violate numerous other rights of Mr. Brooks and give rise to array of additional legal claims for damages and other relief. Simply put, your conduct is clearly unlawful as well as despicable, telling me what I am. And your behavior exposes you to substantial liability for compensatory and punitive damages, as well as other remedies. Moreover, if Mr. Brooks chooses to take legal action against you, your own history of bigotry and homophobic statements would provide indisputable and compelling evidence that your publication and dissemination of false, libelous and hateful statements and images concerning Mr. Brooks were malicious and knowingly dishonest. Again, knowingly dishonest, no, because I believe all of this. I genuinely believe that you should not pick up the sign. And let me actually like sort of um, talk about that a little bit more because I'm not going to do the letter anymore because it's, it's not worth talking about. Ultimately, the guy is trying to... Um, He's trying to sue me and he's also wanting me to take everything down. He's blaming me for things I didn't do. And he wants me to, um, to apologize, which we'll get to at the end. Um, the trans thing, the trans thing, the problem with it is exactly, is exactly what he did. That's the problem. He highlighted the problem by doing exactly what he did. And he's the last person I wanted to see do it 
because God knows I loved uh, with the D on the air, ED on the end, loved CM Punk until that that very second. And this is why I'm sick to death of this nonsense. But so, let me say, the same reasons you loved him is now why you don't. Because he was outspoken, said whatever he wanted, with not caring about what anyone else thought about him, and we love that. Because no, no, that's no. like us, because we say whatever we want, and we could give a whatever about anything else what people think about it and that's what drew us mostly now he's saying what he thinks but do you not think that he really supports that completely different uh completely different thing altogether um so prior to that he was very very outspoken uh let's say but it was always to um it, it was it was always sort of in line with wrestling it wasn't politics he would outline what was wrong with a product. He would speak for us. Um, he would go out and cut great promos. He's just a great talker. He's somebody who, and I'm not saying this because I don't want to get sued again, um, but he's the kind of person that you think, when you when you look at these cult leaders and you think, Jesus Christ, who the hell convinced all of these people to do this? To drink the Kool-Aid, right? Who, who, who convinced people that killing 8 million Jews was a good idea? Like, who, 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 but Hitler was a great talker, and I'm not comparing like punk to to Hitler. Before I get sued again, uh, but but ultimately, like he is so good, he like and even even better than than Roman. Roman is the best thing going today, but in terms of taking an audience and putting them in your hand and controlling that audience and generating the reactions that you want them to get, he's still the best. He has a cult leader quality when when he speaks and this 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 is what he had before and he still has it now and the problem is is that i think honestly there's some sort of minor confidence crisis here where he's uncomfortable with um being who he was before and knowing that this audience and this current incarnation of social media is beyond toxic since covid Social media has become an absolutely horrendous place to navigate. Everybody's a critic. Everybody knows it's probably before that even no, too. Nobody, well, nobody likes anything. And I think that this is a sensitive guy, obviously with this lawsuit, um, who's, who's sensitive to criticism. And he, I believe, is trying to pander to a portion of the fan base who may or may not prefer certain wrestlers to him, like NJF, like the Elite. A lot of people in this company have have fans. I mean, even Orange Cassidy sells a lot of T-shirts. That's ridiculous. The guy's a loser. He shouldn't be on television, <laughs> right? So, so that that that's probably made him very uncomfortable coming into a very different wrestling climate climate that he was in before. So perhaps he's overdoing things with the whole um, no uterus, no opinion thing, where where he wore the T-shirt. Dude, you're talking about it yourself. You don't, and you're talking about this subject now. You said no root uterus, no opinion. No kid, no opinion. Why don't you shut the fuck up? Like, you're talking about trans kids. You're talking about no uterus, no opinion. Hey, I'm telling you, no kid, no opinion. I'm saying what you said. So who's the hypocrite now? Tell me when I'm telling lies. <laughs> right? It, it does, it does make sense when it comes to that. Right? Because, But um, do you 
agree with the term of if you don't have something, you can't talk about something, or if you aren't something, you can't talk about something, or are you just putting that to him with what his shirt was saying that should apply to him then? I think every situation has its has its different has its different um, reasons and merits, but I think in this particular particular situation, if you're not a dad, and I don't know or how many children he's around, but we're going to definitely talk about that later mm-hmm. uh, in terms of um, why I don't think that he should have held up this sign and why I don't think he has a clue about children. But ultimately, in this particular situation, I don't think anybody having children should be should be making this opinion it's it's a very gray area you open yourself up to the type of criticism that he get there are a lot of tweets out there saying groomer phil pedo phil pedo punk child molester punk all that stuff was already out there before i said it and that's the link that people make if you are a man who doesn't have any children and essentially doesn't have a dog in this fight it's nothing to do with you and you're going out there and saying, oh, these kids should be allowed to mutilate themselves and, and do these things to themselves, then it's very, very strange. Why do you want kids who are not capable yet of making basic decisions, making big ones? What's 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 that about? So we're going to talk more about that later because I, I do have that in in, in in my notes as something that I want to address. But let's 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 talk about the trans issue because um Actually, let's do something else first. Let's talk about the fact that let, let, let's let's finish up. Let's let's draw a line under this, and uh, and and let's hear your take on why you think he's doing it. Because I find it very confusing that why CM Punk is now trying to be this super humanitarian. Why is he trying to be this guy who stands up for all causes? Where did the political side come from? I've already given my take, where I think there is a level of discomfort with this audience. I think that he realizes that we have a very woke liberal audience, which is the type of people that, that watch AEW. I think you're, I think you're sitting in there when you when you go to Chicago, you're sitting in there with 95% of people who hate Donald Trump and will vote for Joe Biden. I truly believe that when you when you're talking about AEW. So that is what I think the issue is. And if you wanna if you wanna take a take a dig at him, there's no historical timeline. There's no historical evidence that tells you that Punk is a great bloke who stands up for great causes and then who supports these causes. In fact, there's video evidence to the contrary that tells you the opposite. So I'm going to give you a chance to to say your bit. But first of all, I want you to watch these two videos first, and then I want you to say your bit. Uh, The the other... um unofficial member of the gold bomb mafia of course if you asked any of us she was not a member but to her this is her world i couldn't even tell you her real fucking name she is the bikini girl bikini girl that is strictly what we called her and when we first saw her i'll be honest me and chucky smooth were like wow this chick's totally hot this chick's totally hot and you know we'll tell us how we eventually went you know we'd spent years with her and she at the end she was the ugliest most disgusting girl of all time i was I hated her everything that was about her was disgusting but now the fact 
had this proved the difference between some of the young guys growing up and, and, and some of the guys we understood the work of it you know how it's a work how it's a business and we got this girl every single week to with her van family van to drive us 300 miles every week and not putting one mile on our car and us knowing that trying to not pay for gas as much as we could and she loved like she wanted to train like maybe we got her in the ring once and you know made sure to hurt her so she'd be out another two months but she'd still be with us because she was dedicated and uh the point is and you know this is uh, this is gonna sound real degrading but like most women in the business are rats you know i mean and that's it's a hard fact of life that you eventually realize and it was like she got in the business and i you know at the time she was like oh i want to be a wrestler and i want to train i never saw her get in the ring right. you know like it just never happened and when we when we did get in the ring all it took was like a good forearm shot and then she, that was it yeah. she was done you know like so we always like kind of kept her in check but she would be bikini girl. She would wear bikini and walk around the ring when the show started and take people's ring jackets and, you know, We'd sunglasses. make sure that there was a spot for her. Or yes. not a spot, but just whatever, so she could drive us and no one would be spending, uh, putting miles on our cars. No miles on our cars, no right. gas out of our pocket, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because it was like, you know, we weren't getting paid more than, you know, sometimes 30, 40, right. 50 bucks from Ian and stuff like that. And we certainly weren't getting trans. Right. So it was always just like me, Chucky, Cabana, Prezac, maybe occasionally somebody else. But we'd always fill up that bikini van, yeah. you know, and drive it down. And how many tickets would she get? Like, none of sure. us would ever drive, you know, oh, can one of you guys drive? No, you know, I'm, I'm really tired. I, you know, oh, I just got off of work. You know, I, I mean, that, that, was, that, was, that was the thing where maybe somebody, uh, a bunch of other young guys would probably just try to gang banger and like that's the last you'd see of her like we we had tried to get blood from that stone and we yeah. squeezed her for like everything she was worth you know and she'd like, always have like snacks for us too yeah like yeah because she was she's one of these girls who like you know her aspiration in life was to have a kid she wanted to be a mom so she thought she was like kind of the den mother and we let her fucking believe that yeah you know evil you know blah 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 and yeah and we would just randomly try to get her booked on shows whenever we could just so we wouldn't have to drive. And yes, you're right. I only pick on women. That's why I'm picking on you two chucks right now. You have a vagina. You have a vagina. Nice, nice fohawk, you homo. So, after we've seen the, uh, the old shoot interview from ROH back in the day. Now, he does say reprehensible things. Now, about the girl who drove them, You've everybody heard it. So my thought on that right away is, yeah, it was horrible shit that he said, right? Mm -hmm. And also at the same time, I don't know that we haven't been as just as horrible in our past to uh, women and uh, degraded or whatever, right? This is, <laughs> I mean... We're we're not angels when it comes to that. And also, if you think I've about never, it, I've never I've never used a woman for money. I've never I've never I've never left the woman short. If I've I've always even from a younger age, I've always made the effort to to pay for everything. I've never profited. Not profited. Any, no, I've I've never profited from any relationship with a woman. That's not how I'm brought up. And that video disgusts me, to be honest. So, so I'm saying okay. Well, yeah, the video is bad, right? So if you think also about it, you go, how long ago was this? Do people change? Do people get better? Do people grow when it comes to that? Because I would bet 
if he if he had to reply to that video, he would say, "Yeah, it was a pretty shitty thing to do, and I was a bit of an asshole, and I wouldn't do that now." That's I'm an he's an older man. He was pretty young then, right? So I think about that kind of stuff where you go, "I can't hold somebody, uh, you know, accountable for something they did ages ago." It's it's odd when you do that kind of stuff, right? So you go, "It's not the same person." Now, well, that, tell that to tell that to Bill Cosby. <laughs> well. Treating somebody badly and uh, you know date raping them, eh. <laughs> a little different, a little different. Um, however, when we talked about we talked about this before, and I was surprised by what you said, and I think you were probably surprised by what I said because we're completely opposite uh, take on it. Where I we talked about him, like why he held up the sign and all that kind of stuff, and you your opinion is it was to cater more to that audience. Right. And and gain favor kind of a little bit with them because and, and that's to, what they to, like. And to add to that, mm -hmm. and to add to that, you say you're talking, you're going down the angle of, oh, maybe he's a different person. Maybe he's changed since then. The evidence is to the contrary. You're looking at this situation with the Bucks and Kenny Omega. You're looking at this fallout with, 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 with uh, Colt Cabana. You're looking, he's the one that cut that promo in the press conference. He then did the podcast after he left the WWE. I took to numerous wrestlers who don't like CM Punk. So we're not seeing that different person. We're only hearing that different person pandering to people on television with these political gestures. The actual man, for all evidence, is to the contrary, that, that he's not changed. So I'm trying to understand why you think he has, or if that's what you're going to say. Well, I'm, I, I don't think he, like used to be like, oh, I'm against the gays or something, and now I'm pandering. Where, like, you've seen the clip of him calling somebody a homo in the crowd or something. And that, to that's me, a, does that, nothing. That's a, that, that, to me, I'm not. Yes, because I, we've I, said I've things, similar, I've done of course. Things, but. And that has, you know, nothing to do with anything. But I believe... But it's, but it's 2023. It's 2023. You know, and and we, and we why should... But we, we've been the podcast who always turn around and go, yeah, that's bullshit. Who cares? Yeah. But, but look, let's, 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 let's get us, let's bring ourselves into 2023 where everybody's a moron. And you know that if you said that in the past, that yeah. goes next, that goes next to you holding the sign. Sure. Right. Fair is fair. That's yeah. what they would do. That's what they would do to me. Mm -hmm. That's what they would do to me. They're trying to bring up all my comments and everything that I've said in this very letter, your history of doing this, that, and other. Well, good. Yeah, oh, that's here true. You go. Here you go, Phil. Here's your history, man. That's true. Like, that's your, true. That's history. very fair. That's very fair. If they're they're saying, "Oh, your history said this," well, they're here. Your history said this. Right. Um, I I believe he is all for what he says. I don't think it is a stunt to get people to like him better. I don't think he's really like, uh, yeah, I'm totally, you know, screw these weirdos and these people, but I'm gonna cater a little bit. I think he's always been his own person and like we have always said, like doesn't give a shit if he says something and somebody doesn't like it or not. And I think in his older age with not having to be a certain character in wrestling anymore, you know how like when they've been there for a long time and they're made, they, they act a little bit different because they have already made it. They are already in and now they can kind of do what they want. Like, even to a, a small point of Foley was wearing sweatpants and tennis shoes, where it was like, you couldn't, you couldn't have done this when you came in. You have now clout. You're, you're established. You could do what you want. So, like I said in the beginning, I think it was just a nicety where he's like, yeah, support the kids that have these issues. 
And I don't think he looks into it as, well, the tea part, I disagree. Because I'm on the same page of the tea part where it comes to, you got to at least be 18 before we start to hormone you and chop it off and whatever you want. Even maybe 21 because we'll get into how kids don't know what they want at all. And I, I, I would be shocked. I would be really shocked if Punk came out and said, I think if a kid is adamant at eight years old that he's another sex that you should either drill a hole or cut it off. I I can't imagine there is more than 1% in the world that even believe that you should do that to any kids. I was trying to look up stats on, you know, ages that this kind of stuff, like where they have given them hormones and there's, I know there's like a puberty blocker and all this kind of stuff, but... At, if you want to talk about how kids change up, change their minds, we should go into that. Well, we will. But the, but the mm -hmm. fact is, is that look, it's it's a, the bigger issue is is the fact that he held up the sign in the first place because it's become something that is is now at this point intolerable, not just for me but a lot of people. And I did not want to see him do that, and I certainly didn't want to see him double down on it with a promo that said I felt uncomfortable with a body. I respect you. I don't know what you guys are going through of being uncomfortable in your body. Yeah, they're going through a mental problem and it needs to be fixed because children shouldn't be thinking that way, in my opinion. And it certainly shouldn't be um, elevated by the media. And the thing is, is that this is a new problem and it's unfortunate for the L's, the G's and the B's because L, G and B is a sexual preference, right? Even yeah. if you get it wrong, even if you turn around at, at a young age at 14, 15 years old, and you kiss a boy or you blow a boy or whatever, it might psychologically damage you if you turn up straight and you might think, oh shit, like I what did I, I do? I, I put that I put that in my mouth and, or whatever. But it's not going to kill you, right? It's not going to be a ruin your world, yeah. It's not gonna ruin it's it's a sexual preference. All of them are. And they and they and they all three of those first three letters. How did these letters get grouped together? with a massive transformative surgery and a massive decision like like transgenderism like it's not it's not the same thing and the media are absolutely ridiculous at this point and here's the biggest problem and I'll tell you this for 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 a fact and you know this this was not on our show up until around about 2021 correct yeah pro like, i don't remember ever going through any no, of this stuff yeah who who gave a shit right yeah. Nobody cared. I, no. If you want to, if you want to do that, look. Am I going to think it's weird if I see somebody my size coming down the road <laughs> with long hair, high heels? I remember seeing a couple of that in the city here and there. You were. Like, who, it was like it was so obvious. A guy in a dress, you know. But, but who cares? Yeah. It's just, yeah, really. It's, just, it's not my it's problem. Just, it's just a weirdo, right? Sure. It's not going to be on. That's who cares? Who cares? No one gives a shit. Nope. No one cared. No one cared about anything until you started to shove it down our throat. Now, let me use Cav here as an example, right? Just wave for us, Cav. Hi, everyone. Hi, that's Cav, right? <laughs> it looks, it's not, Cav's not offensive in any way. Some of you who've been listening to the show for a while might want to go out for a drink with Cav. I can tell you it's boring. He goes to bed about 8 o'clock at night, gets up at 9.30. I got to get up early. <laughs> no drink. In New no, Orleans, no I, I met you and I went to bed at 10. New Orleans. <laughs> Yep, no drink, no drugs, nothing. He's uh he's straight he's edge. CM, he's CM Punk. <laughs> he's, 
there's Sean Pine's <laughs> biggest disciple right there. So, um, so yeah, that, but, but, you know, there's nothing offensive about Cav, right? So he's sitting there, he's not bothering you. You'll see him like once a week. That's fine. Right now let's imagine that you see Cav every time you switch on the TV. Hi, I'm Cav. Hi, I'm Cav. Hi, I'm Cav. Hi, I'm Cav. Every time. And you, and you start to get sick of him because suddenly the guy you didn't care about seeing all the time and he's just there and it's just Cav, a guy that didn't bother you. Some of you might want to go out for a drink with him, hang out with him, whatever. Now he's getting on your nerves, right? You get that? You go outside and everywhere you look and every shop, on every bus, on every window, hi, I'm Cav. Hi, I'm Cav. Hi, I'm Cav. You go to the cinema, watch a film. There's a trailer about Cav. And now you can't get away from him anywhere. Sounds so you decide, fantastic to me. You decide, holy shit, like, I need to have a drink because this is stressing me out. Who's on the can? <laughs> oh, my God. It's I got Cav. my own can, too. Cav's on the can. Cav's on the can. This guy, who I didn't mind before, now I see him everywhere. And now he's annoying me because he's on the can. I can't even buy a can without seeing Cav. So you know what I'll go and do? I'll go and watch some sports. Let's go and watch some sports. It can't be any issue at the sports. Sports is completely different. My sports team wouldn't go in this direction. What's that on their armband? What's that they're wearing in their shoelaces? Oh, my God. It's a little picture of Cav. It's a little picture of Cav on their wristbands, on their armband. There's a little there's tabs in the shoelaces. Cav is everywhere. So you can't get away from Cav everywhere you go. And just when you thought it wouldn't get any worse, Cav is coming to your school to talk to your children because your children are going to be taught that they have to accept Cav. And if your kids don't accept Cav and your kids don't love Cav and you don't accept Cav and love Cav and accept everything that Cav is about and turn a blind eye to the fact that Cav is clearly a man just as a woman. The Cav is a mental patient. Then you are a bigot. Then you are a transphobe. Then you are this horrible person. A Cav-phobic. You're a cab phobic because you didn't like the fact that you just saw this guy over here that you didn't give a shit about that suddenly started appearing everywhere you looked, started appearing on your beer can, started being on the cinema, started to infiltrate your sports and started to influence your children. That is why I don't want to see CM Punk when I'm trying to watch wrestling lifting up a sign which has Cav's face on it because I'm already sick of Cav because he's everywhere I fucking go. Do you understand what I'm saying? Kev makes people uncomfortable, I guess. That's what that is. And, and you know, I get I get the whole where people go, I'm tired of it being shoved in my face and this and that. I don't even know if, because I'm on the opposite side of you where I'm, I'm the super I don't care. <coughs> like, because you don't care. I know you don't care until you are, it's shoved into your face. And then you notice it. Oh come on! I didn't care. I just told you. I've been on there since. Like, I know. When, when did this? When did this come I'm up? I'm saying though, care. but now it's like <coughs> it's gone into your face more because before it was just it was around, but it wasn't as around but as also, it is now. That, there's that point where you're not a real man and you don't have a child, so it's not so it's not affecting you down to that level where your children are taught about it. I mean, I I think because because I can see CM Punk holding up a sign and disregard it, but the but the father in me yeah. who knows that Austin will see a sign of CM Punk holding up and who loves CM Punk until this moment, that's not cool. 
See, it, it is maybe different for uh, somebody who has a kid and has to deal with it. And the, I mean, do you have fear that, oh my God, if this ever happened? Because I always think of the people who are either gay or, or have this with, uh, you know, something in their head is telling them that they're the opposite and all that kind of stuff. I, I highly say this is something that is born into you and I don't think anyone would choose. Like when people say, no, do you choose to be gay? I think that's insane. Um, and I think you agree with that. Nobody's choosing to be gay or whatever. No, but no. we do like, have people identifying as a lettuce. And we do have people <laughs> and we do have and we do have people putting acid in their eyes to identify as blind. Did you see that? You know, God. It's for those things, yeah. go ahead because you're not bothering me at all. You could, yes, I, but, the rest but, of the world could be blind. It only, came, it only came about when the media narrative started to blow up this trans thing and people decided that, 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 that they were going to go down this route. Nobody identified, nobody was born blind. Nobody was born as a lion. Nobody was born as a cabbage. Not, or a well, cat, people are born blind, or, but go <laughs> but nobody, nobody was born with sight who decided to be blind. Who wants to that's be blind. The, yeah, that's, that's insane. Again, Right. It is insane. Yeah. And I still, and I feel that it's insane way back to the point where, you know, uh, I think that just being trans in general is insane. And, and my bigger concern is, is that one of the things that maybe even Phil Bricks doesn't know, let's give him the benefit of doubt. The plus on that, somebody told me in a, in a tweet, um, actually means actually now has already started to stand for the minor attracted. Did you know this? Now, you know, I saw that, You'd said that the other day or whatever, but at the same time, a lot of things evolve into weird shit. Like woke never used to mean what the hell it means now. And so I think plus is going to be that whole alphabet because there's the questioning in there and there, there's so many weird fucking ones in there that are like, what's this one now? You know, it's, it's grown. So it says here, hope you're, it's, someone's tweeted Sam sure. Punk and said, hope you are aware that plus stands for maps. So punk supports pedophiles, minor attracted people. Plus stands for maps. See, what, I think, and like we have said, the poor and I, and LGB. I, and I don't think he knew. And I don't no, think he knew. there's no way. And I think the poor LGB community is like, why? Why you got to add this kind of stuff? We already ha we we're finally getting somewhere in this world with acceptance, and all these other things have to be attached to us that are tearing us down because people finally don't have an issue mostly with the gay people. And now other things are getting added where it's maps on there. If this is now a new thing, that's because this used to be Nambla back in the day is what that was. And so, and I can't imagine anybody is uh for uh, men loving boys or whatever the hell all, all that goes on, you know? So as we circle back around to the letter, the letter has requested that I do the following things as we finish up here, as we're near the end anyway. Yeah. Um, you must immediately and permanently remove all images and statements referenced above, including but not limited to all images of the hateful T-shirt described above from all social media accounts, websites, and other media that you directly or indirectly own or control, including limited to all websites and social media accounts or associated with lockbetting.com and the dirty sheets, as well as any other social media accounts, blogs, chat rooms, and form of media. Now, I did delete the tweets relating to the T-shirt. I did this because I only want to be responsible for what I'm responsible for. Yeah. Uh, I didn't create that. I didn't sell the T-shirt. 
So this is not a case of me not standing my ground. This is a case of me saying, yeah, fair enough. Go take your go go take your shit up with the people that did it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not taking any uh I'm not taking the hit for for other people for sure. Um, but I have um not removed my original tweet because that's why I was able to read it. Uh you must take all necessary steps to cause any persons in media who published, disseminated, republished, or reposted or false defamatory statements and images concerning Mr. Brooks to delete and take down those false. <laughs> statements and images from social media accounts, websites, and other media. So you so would wait. have to go to everybody who retweeted that and tell them to remove <laughs> and who, yeah. <laughs> my God. Yeah. So obviously, again, not doing that. Um, <laughs> you must immediately it. post prominent public retractions and apologies on all websites, social media accounts, and other media where any of your defamatory statements concerning Mr. Brooks were posted, published, or republished to this date. Your attraction and apology must be unequivocal and it must state without reservation or qualification that your statements concerning Mr. Brooks were entirely false, um, including the absurd suggestion that he's a pedophile. Didn't suggest it. Not in one place. No. Did I Did I say Did I say that? Is that anywhere? Not that I see. I, I you know, I'm not sitting on your account, but yeah. Yep. Uh, you deeply regret having published each of the statements and images and you apologize to Mr. Brooks for having made and published the statements in question. You must confirm in writing your completion of each of the foregoing steps within the 24 hours. Timelines here. Um, yeah, when did you get you, this letter? I saw it like Thursday, I think. Yeah, um, it's more than 24 hours. That was after the 24 hours, so I couldn't have done oh. this anyway. Not that I would have. <laughs> um, if you fail to take all of the foregoing steps promptly and provide us with written confirmation that you have done so, our client is prepared to take whatever steps they deem necessary to protect his legal and equivocal rights. Now, here's the interesting part and the main reason why none of this happened. Our investigation is continuing. All of our clients' rights, claims, remedies, and positions are reserved. This letter is intended, nor this letter is not intended, nor should be construed as a complete statement of all facts or issues and may be relevant to the matters addressed herein or any other matters sincerely his solicitor mm -hmm. well lawyer for the facts. people in america it isn't it isn't all the facts because um a lot of stuff in this letter is completely wrong and for that exact reason i'm gonna make a statement and i'm gonna make you an alternative offer he's the only thing that you are gonna get from me so here we go i was so appalled by that video that one of our fans sent me that I am willing to financially compensate the woman that CM Punk and Colt Cabana treated like a piece of shit all that time. They actually profited from a woman and treated her like that, misled her, made her think that she was going to be in the wrestling industry. God knows what else happened. This is what they were willing to publicly disclose. So I think a fair amount was if I was to pay $5,000 to the woman, which I'm willing to pay in $5,000 installments after $1,000 installments. What did I say? In $5,000 installments, unless you're doing cool. one installment, you're done. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. I'm here to help uh, you. <laughs> you. Yeah. I don't want to. In five installments of $1,000, you will pay. Her. All right, nobody's going to take this offer, but let's, let's just, I was going to say when, through. when they hear the, uh, the uh, reason or why you will pay it, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, so I'm offering, this is a two-part offer. Um, it's a five, it's $5,000 to the woman, which who because 
you shouldn't if you, if you sue me and get anything from it this, this money should be going to charity probably going to send it to the lgbt plus kids or Damn. whatever but no send it to the send it to the girl bikini who, girl who, who, yeah the bikini girl who you took money from but i will only send that money on the condition that when cm punk when phil brooks comes to england that he and whoever he wants to bring with him he can bring a steel he can bring his wife he can bring FTR. He can bring a bodyguard. He can bring Tony Khan. He can bring whoever you want. I'm paying. I'm inviting you out to dinner with me, three-course meal, with me and my son, Austin, who is a 12-year-old. And that, for you, Phil, will be the biggest education that you can possibly get as to why you shouldn't hold up your stupid sign. You are free to come to this dinner and ask my son any questions that you want to ask so you can educate yourself and see how stupid your sign actually was. This is a kid who over the years has gone to watch. I support Manchester United. He wanted to watch, he wanted to watch support Tottenham. He originally started supporting Tottenham, who is our local team. Manchester United signed Ronaldo. We took him to see Ronaldo. He became a Manchester United supporter. He changed his sports team on the basis of us signing a bigger player. That is how kids work. He then wanted to be a footballer. He then wanted to change his football team because he fell out with some of the players. He then said the new team was crap. He moved to another team. Now he doesn't want to waste time playing for a football team altogether and only wants to play casually at a practice place where he plays on Monday. Now he's a decent player who just doesn't want to play for a team anymore. That is how much he's changed. In his bedroom, we have fucking decorated this thing four times since we've been here. From being fully WWE to paying £800 to paint Cobra Kai murals on the back to painting over one of the murals because he now likes South Park. This is how <laughs> kids change. He's gone from WWE fanatic to Cobra Kai to Cobra Kai's finishing soon. I'm going to move over to South Park, which he watches constantly on his phone. We've now left the room with one wall WWE, one roll Cobra Kai, and one roll South Park because I'm sick of doing it because that is how children work. This is a kid who has gone from wanting to be a lawyer to wanting to be a tennis player and waking up at seven in the morning to now wanting to be an actor and wanting me to pay £4,000 per term, which is every 12 weeks, for him to go to a drama school where he can fully concentrate on being an actor. That is his plan at the moment. We will see if that's still his plan by the time it comes around. I, hold, I won't hold my breath because that's how kids work. And this is a kid who wanted to cut his hair because people took the mickey out of him. Cut it. What's that mean? In. The mickey. What? Oh, mocked him for long okay. hair. He cut his hair. Then he hated his ears and grew it back. <laughs> then, he, then he wanted to change the color of it. Then he wanted to change it back. He's now blonde. And this is not... Tav, these are not lies, right? No, I've seen them, sure. We've got the pictures here. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's bring them up in case anybody's sitting here going, oh, this is, this, is, this is nonsensical or whatever. No, this is kids. We can see him here with... Um, let, let's lose this one. Dolph Lundgren. Okay. Here he is, that blonde his, hair, yeah. With his blonde hair. And we'll go back down and we'll use... Oh, actually, there's a better picture. It's just him by himself. Okay. With the blonde hair. 
which he begged and begged and begged and begged for. And if we go into these other pictures a little bit further back, not even that far back, you will see that he clearly has dark hair. Um, let's use Roman Reigns. Okay. Okay. He has gone from that to wanting to shave the side of his head like Nakamura to now <laughs> wanting a perm. He, want, he, perm. Wanted, he, want, he wanted to perm his That's hair. That's worse than weeks. transitioning. Don't let him perm. <laughs> and now he doesn't want to perm his hair because a kid called Harley permed his hair and it looks shit. Oh and now he God. just and now he now he just wants a trim so it doesn't look as long because some people <laughs> some people say Someone said the other day that he looked beautiful or something like that. I think it was Tom Cruise. I was going to say Tom Cruise is the one. Tom, Tom Cruise. I didn't want to mention that, but it was Tom, it was Tom Cruise. Someone must have said. I'm like, yeah, it was Tom. Thanks, thanks for that. Yeah, um, like it's on video. I heard it. Go ahead. Right. The point. The point is, is that this is children. This is children. He comes home every day. I don't want to go to tennis, Dad. I'm too tired. I don't want to go to football tonight. I don't want to go to karate. What he wants to do is play PlayStation because that's what they want to do. What he wants to do is sit in his room, PlayStation, and eat snacks. He's on the court for 10 minutes. He's fine being there. Do you, are we going to go home? No, let's go in the swimming pool. Let's, 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 let's prolong this outdoor activity even more. And you have to know how to navigate that. You have to know how to take that stance as a parent and say, no, you're not missing this. You're not wasting time on the PlayStation. You're not eating sweets. We're going to play sports. You're going to do it. And afterwards, you're going to eat some chicken because that's parenting and that's a child. And if you don't let them, and if you just let them run wild, you end up with Lord of the Fries. If you haven't read it, Phil, go and read the book, Lord of the Flies. I thought you said not fries. <laughs> Lord of the Flies. If, you're not, if, you don't, if you haven't read the Lord of the Flies, yeah. um, then, then, then you're free to take me up on this offer where that girl you treated horribly, I'll pay the bill. I'll pay the five grand. And you get to sit here, have a lunch, have a, have this dinner, have this lunch with Austin. Ask him, hey, what did you want to be when you were eight? What did you want to be when you were nine? Who was your favorite wrestler? Who was your favorite soccer player? What did you like to do? What did you like to do now? What did you like to eat? And this is a kid who had tuna who had tuna baguettes for five days, was eating it slowly the other day, and said, I don't like tuna anymore. Because this is kids. Like you don't understand. You have no right to hold up the stupid sign and to speak for them. Unless you spend just even even three or four three or four days with a kid, you'll know how difficult they are and how much they change their mind. When, when he comes to dinner, he won't even know what he wants to eat. It'll be all this, all that, all this. I want this, I want that. Oh, I might have this, I might have that. And by the time somebody comes to order, I guarantee you he'll be sitting there looking at that menu for 20 minutes and the idiot still won't know what he wants to eat because he's a kid. Because he's a kid. And that's what they do. So this is the only thing I'm offering. I have deleted things that I'm not responsible for. I have kept things up that are my opinions. And because they are my opinions, they were not done to defame you. They were not done to discriminate. They were not done to insult. So as far as your apology goes and your solicitor and AEW and everybody else, all of you can collectively go fuck yourselves. I am not saying sorry to you or anybody and i stand by everything that i said on, on the tweet and on this show that's it we're done that's it ladies and gentlemen you have heard billy's side of the lawsuit that was sent to him 
or possible lawsuit, if you want to say that, uh, sent to him by CM Punk's attorneys. Possible, and- I think, given that we've established that 50, well, 90% of it's incorrect, um, I think, yeah. So with that, hope you enjoyed unless the show. There's a lawsuit for this, unless there's a lawsuit for this show. I, I don't know how there would be. Um, they take, take you down as well. I, me. I, I've been on the other side the whole time. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm, I'm, hell, when I moved to Chicago, me and Punk will hang out. But I think he's moved to California, so we're going to cross each other, pass by. You, uh, you, say the other, you say the other side, but just to clarify that, yeah. just that was, that was obviously a joke. But uh, you say the other side. But the overriding thing is, is that when we're talking about this particular subject, like you're you're more tolerant to me about the fact that you're not that bothered by it. But the fact yeah. is, is that you really don't think that anybody before the age of 18 oh, yeah. is actually capable or should be allowed to make this decision. Uh, yeah, right? I don't think uh, I mean, I've said in us talking in the past about um, shit when I was younger, I wanted a Superman tattoo. And I thank God I didn't. So what, what about the men? What about the uh, the men winning the women's sports thing? Oh, yes. I, I this has been one I have firmly been on where I think if girls change the guys, guys change the girls. Girls can go into the men's sports, but guys cannot go into the girls sports because there's the clear, clear advantage. Um, there's not an advantage for being born female going into the male sport. So knock yourself out. If you win against men, then you're the greatest that's ever lived in that sport. Um, And you could take them down all day. But a guy, born a guy going into the female sport, you're going to, you know, for the most part. Can you you imagine you look like uh, LeBron James's kid and you're just a little bit short of being in the NBA and you decide, oh, you know what? I'm not going to be a dominant player here. So I'm going to identify as a woman. I'm going to play in the WNBA. And I'm going to score 100 points a game. How stupid is that? I mean, and you know, there's the congressman or whatever he was. I don't even know what he was where uh, this is all over the Internet of Twitter. And, you know, the goofy thing about um, where they go. So if Tyson decided and he said, you know, I identify as a woman, is that OK? Yeah, yeah. And he and he does not want to because he knows he's screwed if he says no. So he sticks to his guns and he goes, yes, that's OK. And then you see a, a a movie that happened or whatever where it's a woman getting in the ring. And I think it's, I don't think it was Amy Schumer, maybe. And she's like, oh, I finally got a, a fight. And it, Tyson turns around dressed like no, a it's woman. it's not Amy Schumer. It's the woman, it's the girl from Scream. Oh, there you go. Okay. Um, I don't remember her name. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, <laughs> come on. You know, I mean, there, there are certain things. It's like, give me a break. You know, you're going to destroy everybody in that sport. So if you're born a certain sex, you you can't go down to the other uh, sport to be able to do that. It's only the women can go into the guys, though. I'm completely fine with that because they're already at a disadvantage. You can't come over with the advantage. Otherwise, it's it's a joke. So and just in tribute like to to Jerry Springer, like a final thought. Yes. Yeah, it's just <laughs> be good to each other just, and each it's other. Just, it's just like for Phil Brooks with this lawsuit and just in general, like just general the the, the bitterness and the, the moodiness and the difficultness and look, just you can potentially have one of the best careers and legacies ever. Like you, you're getting injured fairly frequently now. So there is no need to go out there and wrestle all of the time. If you don't do that, we can see you do this 
for easily for another three or four more years if you just reduce the schedule and primarily focus on that side of things, the storytelling, the promos, get, giving us the things that we want to see. We want to see you in there with Kenny Omega. That match wants to happen. Everybody wants to see. Well, maybe it's not his fault, though. It's Maybe it's maybe, Kenny who's maybe crying. It's not, but maybe it's not, but maybe it is. Maybe it's time to just squash this shit. Maybe it's time to finish on the biggest high as possible. Maybe if it's not working out there, you need to show the WWE that you're not doing this kind of stupid shit where you're sending podcasts lawsuits for something that they didn't even do for an opinionated tweet. And maybe the WWE will have you back because that's where we all want to see you. We want to see you. We want to see WrestleMania in a stadium in Chicago. We want to see it in Bears Stadium. And we want to see you coming out and actually wrestling in the main event. You know that's what we want to see. That's what we want for you. We don't want this. You know what Nobody we does. You know what we didn't mention? And I'm gonna leave it a cliffhanger for next week's show. Right. That you wrote CM Punk a letter before he went to AEW, right before he went to AEW when the rumors were around. Remember that? I don't remember that. You don't do remember that? I do. It's, it's ringing a bell now. Oh, my God. We're going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> I couldn't believe he, he wrote a giant letter to Punk, and he read the whole thing to me before he sent it. We're going to talk about that, about hurting your legacy. Please don't go to AEW. The amount of the, the pop that you'll you, get do you over. Have the, do you have the letter? I might. I might. I don't email you often. You probably just check my name. and. Yeah, I don't know if it was in an email or if you read it to me or you sent it to me, but you sent it to him. So then you should be able to, um, you sent it to him by email. Check your out email and type in his name. You'll have it. I will do so that. you know what? And it might be sent to me too. So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be out of here. Um, hope you enjoyed the show and we gave you some clarification on... Um, possible lawsuit so stay tuned i'm sure all the other shows are going to enjoy uh going over this and uh talking about this and uh giving points and everything like that and uh <laughs> i do the bobby heenan roll when like in tech and remember texas i love you so nobody attacks me you know one of those <laughs> all right i'm uh cab find all my nonsense at, at lingus mafia uh look for billy at lock com on twitter is there anywhere else you want to say billy or is that good enough I don't want to get yes, all, that's my, what I thought. all my place, all my places sued. So uh, yeah, we'll leave. We'll yeah, leave them, Twitter's we'll leave them the way to now. go. Uh, for Billy, I'm Cav. We'll see you next time.